we have to learn these lessons in a way which is why it's so important to feel those feelings and to feel those emotions and figure out okay now how can i how can i get into that emotional balance with myself so that way i can then figure out okay how are we moving forward out of this because that's that's the tricky part that's the tough part because it's so easy to spiral into our emotions and just sit there welcome to on the cusp of something beautiful a podcast for conscious creatives who are on the journey to reconnect with their authentic soul self i'm your host Mikale imani and this podcast is simply a guide to welcome you back to your truest self each week you'll be hearing stories from creatives across all paths sharing their lessons their wins and how following their intuitive guidance has allowed them to show up authentically Along with guest episodes, I'll be sharing my own creative journey as well as the personal wisdom and insight I receive from my spirit guides and cosmic team. I believe that when we reconnect to our soul essence, we are able to show up more authentically in the world and with that comes a deeper connection to our creativity and abundance. My hope is that you hear something today that reminds you of who you are and why your gifts, whatever they may be, are valuable and important to be shared with the world. So, welcome home, friend. I hope you're ready to meet your highest, most beautiful, and rarest self. Hello, beautiful beings. Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back to another episode of On the Cusp of Something Beautiful. Happy Fall Equinox. I love, love, love fall, so I'm super excited about the transition of weather, and it's already starting to get brisk out here, (laughs) in the mornings especially. I've uh, definitely been having to um, do my morning runs with a hoodie on, so it'll be time to, I don't know, get some some type of thermal workout clothes. I've I've actually been trying to figure out, like, am I going to be one of those people who runs during the wintertime? Like, am I, am I going to be that person? Child, I don't know, man. We'll see. Um, I'll definitely be at the gym otherwise because it snows out here. <laughs> so I don't know if I'm going to be out here in the snow, but just in the cold in general. Um, I don't know, man. I'm, I'm, I'm contemplating now. I'm, I'm planning my strategy out now. Like, what we going to do is this winter is coming. <laughs> um, and also, being that we're in um, a brand new season now, we are halfway through our season together. I can't even believe that it came so fast. Like, and to think I was going to actually only do seasonal uh, shows, so like on every other season, which is something I may still exper- experiment with. I don't know later on, but I'm I'm like I I feel like this um I feel like I'm building up momentum, you know, just to get better workflows and systems in place. So I'm, I'm glad we still have about 13 more weeks together. So yay. <laughs> and uh, something else I want to mention right quick before we head into this creative tea. Um, if you are enjoying this show, if you have resonated with any of the episodes, please share it with a friend or a family member Anyone you feel could use a bit of inspiration or just a little pick-me-up, please, please, please do. The more listeners we're able to reach, the more we grow. And I really want to grow this community into something super special. So invite all your special friends to the party. (laughs) 
Okay. As for my creative tea. So since I was listening to her for most of the day, I'm going to give it to Miss Celia Cruz, honey. Okay. Um, Apple Music has these really awesome, like, essentials playlists for all these different artists. So whenever I'm in the mood to listen to a little Celia Cruz, because her discography is, like, so huge, I just I just listen to that playlist. <laughs> um, and I know it's probably, like, not even a tenth of the music, music that she has out, but I feel like it's a great... Um, What's the word I want to use? I feel like it's a great representation of her music, you know? And um, one of my favorite songs from her catalog is um, La Vida es un Carnival. <laughs> love that song. I love that song. And I love La Negra Tiene Tumbao. Like, listen, I be going off, okay? Um, so whenever I need like a song to lift my spirits, that's, that's my go-to um, I, oh, I can tell you what, what I'm watching. I don't know if y'all want to, want to know about that, but I feel like, listen, for me, watching movies and TV, um, TV shows tend to be very expansive for me and very in inspiring. So depending on what, uh, what it is, of course, but I'm very mindful of, of what I watch, but I'm finally catching up on this, the last season of Top Chef, which is, uh, based in Houston. And it is so good. So ever since they went to Portland and, you know, the ever since everything that happened during the pandemic and, you know, all the all the riots and well, not the riots, but like the marches and stuff like, you know, people trying to be real, real inclusive now. And Top Chef, I mean, like they be inclusive or whatever, but they 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 took it to the max. These last two seasons, they they took it to the max, which they should have like. I just remember watching, I mean, seasons from just like a few years ago and just thinking like, okay, yes, they got a couple of Asian people on here, one, two black people on here, like one, one Hispanic, and then it'd be like, hello, white folks, which is, you know, listen, to me, it's, it was just like, what's the word I want to use? It was very much giving like, oh, we, well, we need some diversity, <laughs> you know, like it was not intentional at all. Um, even though, don't get me wrong, the chefs on there, they're obviously, everyone's super talented and super dope, which is why I could never figure out, like, why is there always so many white people on this show? Um, so I'm glad they finally have come around. It's been very inclusive, and I'm super excited. And, it, it, you know, listen, I love Top Chef. Like, I, it's a great show, you know, but I, I feel like I, I enjoy it even more now that it's very inclusive. So I'm just going, you know put it out there like that. But, um, but I love watching cooking competitions like Top Chef, Chopped, Iron Chef America. Like I'm into all of that. I remember one summer in college, <laughs> I was staying at my friend's apartment because um, he was doing like an internship out of the country. And my, I was moving apartments and my apartment wasn't ready until a certain date. When I tell you I watched Top Chef that whole summer, like I would, I would come home from work and just put on uh, the cooking, what was it not, well, not cooking, what is it called? What channel was that? The Food Network, thank you, <laughs> I was like, not the Cooking Network. I had a Food Network on the whole summer, and I, I mean, I was watching shows, like, I mean, like the cooking shows and the baking shows, like, I'd be watching them, but I, they're not my, like, it's not my main <laughs> source of entertainment when it comes to, like, cooking shows. I would much, I much prefer, like, people making meals and shit like that. Like I, th I 
find that so dope. And cooking's very creative too. So um, that's another side of my <laughs> my creative tea. Fun fact also, when I was a kid, man, I used to want to do everything. But being becoming a chef was like always like in my back, back, back pocket. No joke. <laughs> I was like, if I don't do this, I'm going to do this. If I don't do that, I'm going to do that. If I don't do that, maybe I'll go to culinary school. <laughs> So it's it's no surprise to me that I'm like obsessed with cooking shows. Um, so there's that. There's my my creative tea for this week. <laughs> okay, so before sitting down to work on this podcast episode, I felt called to pull an oracle card. So the deck I use um, is my tried and true shamanic healing oracle deck by Michelle A. Matusas. I think that's how you say her, her last name. Um, and I will link them in the show notes. So the card I pulled was transformation and it had this huge caterpillar on it, which over the weekend I was leaving, um, the coffee, the coffee shop by my apartment. And there was this huge, I mean, massive caterpillar, y'all, the biggest caterpillar I have ever seen. Like I was walking and I just happened to look down and I was like, what is this? And it was this monster of a caterpillar, but it was so cute. It was like so fat and chubby. Anyways, so it was just funny that I'm like, okay, this is the second big ass caterpillar I've seen. <laughs> Anywho, what initially came up for me when pulling this card was, um, there's a verse in the Bible where it's like, be ye transform. I don't know by heart. It's something by the renewing of your spirit and your mind and something like that. But the be ye transform part is what really kept sticking out to me. And I was like, okay. And so, so then I heard detach because that's a lesson that I've been also navigating and we're going to talk about that today. Um, but then I also heard death is a transformation, let go of the old self, which if you follow me on Instagram at on the cusp wellness, last week I posted an affirmation that said I release the old self to create space for the true self. And so that's an affirmation I've been working with during these last few weeks especially during the Pisces full moon that we had not too long ago. So after I tuned into like what was coming up for me around this card, I also felt called to read what the booklet says. And so there was this part that really stood out to me, and I'm going to read it for you all. <clears throat> it says, many of your issues and situations are not anything to be upset about. They are a path to wholeness. You are the one who infuses drama and chaos into the situation. You are always given opportunities to grow and learn. Growth and learning very rarely come about when everything stays status quo and just as you think they should. Be thankful you have this wonderful opportunity to transform and heal to a better and higher rate of vibration. Oh, confirmation for me, because as we get into this episode, you guys are going to hear what I've been going through and has so much to do with that and just, you know, using our lessons as opportunities for growth, learning to, you know, detach to a sense from the suffering around the feelings and emotions. Um, and so that's, I mean, the lessons, y'all, the lessons, the lessons I've been having to learn these, this, this, past month it's been this whole fucking month of september god damn it <laughs> oh we okay so 
I also wanted to share, you know what? No, no, no. I'm going to, I'm going to put it off to the end. I'm going to put it off to the end. What I will share though, what I will share, hold on. Cause y'all know I got my notes up. So let me move this down to the bottom. So I don't forget once I get through my notes, I want to make sure I share with you all what my higher self, um, the download I receive. And I feel like it's going to make more sense towards the end. Once I get through everything I want to talk about. Um, okay. So one thing I will share before I, I get, I get too far into this episode is that so, and I believe I mentioned this on a, maybe last episode or a couple episodes ago, but so I'm currently integrating these two versions of self, right? These two higher versions of self. One I have learned is very much the, how do I, how did I put it? Like my ego's highest self. Thank you, spirit. One version is like my ego's highest self, right? So it's very 3D, very in that earthly realm, but on a more practical um, and logistical or logical, excuse me, more practical and logical way, but of the highest vibration of that energy, right? And then the other aspect of self, it's so funny because they're like complete opposites. (laughs) The other aspect of self is this very like, she's earthy, but it's very just like the more like magical spiritual side of like earth energy and earth medicine, you know, very like, one's very instinctual, one's very intuitive, you know, very go with the flow, very, um, a little bit more slower pace, loves beauty, like that very, I'm like hearing like that very like Venusian energy. Is that how you say that? (laughs) Venus, that very Venusian energy, you know, like just beauty and lush and, you know, like indulgence where the other side is like very like structure. We need precision. We need to know what's the strategy. What are we doing here? You know? And so I'm just realizing that these two aspects of self that I'm integrating, like as different as they are, they, they're also very similar. So there's a little synopsis about that. (laughs) And um, it's been really interesting because um, I had a, um, we had a, a mindset and success coach that came to speak to us. And um, she basically confirmed everything that I'm going to share with you all later. And I'm going to make y'all wait. I'm sorry. It just, it just makes more sense to do it at the end. <laughs> but I'm telling y'all now, I got the day I got that download, I got confirmation in this meeting that we had at work with this mindset and success coach. And it just like, I was just like, thank you, spirit. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for that. Because it's, it's been rough. It's been rough. It's been rough. Um, okay. So let's get into this episode. Let me share with you all what's, what's, what, what the tea is. (laughs) (sighs) Okay. So I have been experiencing, oh man, so many opportunities for growth you know, opportunities to connect deeper to myself, to my soul, and to the person that my soul was meant to be, and just embodying and manifesting those really deeply um, divine soul aspects of self into this 3D physical body, vessel, experience, reality, (laughs) etc. And, um, you know, and that calling, that calling 
it's basically like what I'm meant to fulfill, right? It's like this 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 deep desire to just constantly be looking at myself and how can I how can I be more authentic, to be more um just deeply empowered by who I am and 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 the things that I am striving for and the that future version of self that I see you know really 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 leaning into that person now and just trying to figure out what does that look like for me because it's so different for all of us and I think that's what we're all trying to figure out you know like as we're navigating these lessons and these experiences it's like okay how how do I want to handle this in a way that it's not bringing upon more trauma more blocks more challenges like all of that and so for me one of my greatest fears is being misunderstood along with being vulnerable. Oh my goodness, a coworker and I were just talking about this because she's also an Aquarius and she was just, you know, saying how like, I hate being vulnerable. I don't like to be like seen as weak. And I was like, girl, I feel you. I am right there. But I had to like really do a lot of work around like my fear of being vulnerable because that is what always made me feel, feel so isolated and so like, nobody cares about me. <laughs> you know, nobody wants to be my friend. <laughs> like very Eeyore energy. And so the more I've learned to start to open up, the more um, I'm also able to just resonate with people at a more authentic level. Because if you're hiding all these parts of yourself, people aren't getting to know the real you. They're getting to know the version of you that you want them to know. And that's exhausting. <laughs> like you're trying to put on this like front of like, oh, this is how people want me to be, you know? And so that was for a very long time my coping mechanism because I didn't want people to, you know, like think the wrong thing about me or have the wrong perception of me. And I've only recently come into peace around why being misunderstood is so triggering for me. And, you know, if we want to take it all the way back to childhood trauma, I grew up an only child in a single parent household, fun for me. <laughs> that was very much like my way or the highway. I'm the adult, you're the child, what I say goes, you know, like, my mom grew up, she was born in the 60s, and so my dad, or my dad, my grandfather was very strict, and he's also a minister, so that's basically, like, how she raised me, like, I mean, it wasn't to the extent that she got it, um, but, but kind of, <laughs> um, you know, so it was like, unless the, I was in extreme physical danger or the house was on fire, you know, what I had to say didn't really mean nothing. <laughs> Not really. Um, so, you know, I was never really able to speak my piece or share my perspective. Um, and of course, this translated into social settings as well. Hence, you know, a lot of my social anxiety, you know, in middle school and high school, I didn't want to say the wrong thing, didn't want to do the wrong thing. And therefore, I just did what everyone else was doing. I just worked overtime to just blend in, don't stand out, because, you know, you know we, we're a little off, we're a little different, and people don't understand that. And to be honest, like, nor could I articulate it, because this wasn't something that was really not, not only modeled for me, but it wasn't really, like, uh, encouraged, you know? So it was very much a child was meant to be seen and not heard. And there's air quotes around seeing because being not, you know, being seen and not being heard was really like, I, I bet not see nor hear. <laughs> I bet not see nor hear you step one toe out of line. I don't want to hear nothing about nothing. And so, um, you know, that I feel like that essentially translate in, translates into like not being seen, um, you know, unless someone was commenting on 
you know, their remarkable parenting skills that has managed to keep you so well-mannered because <laughs> yeah, they, they love that. Um, but, you know, now in my adulthood, as I'm reckoning with, I guess, just more of my natural urges to not only um, place the burden of someone misunderstanding me onto my shoulders, you know, because what happens is I, I then feel like, oh, my God, I have to, to, I have to now prove to them, oh no, you've got the wrong idea. Like, I'm not who you perceive me to be. Like, let me show you why not. Um, people pleasing essentially, right? And so, you know, I'm realizing that these lessons that I'm experiencing, it's because my soul is like really wanting me to get to a place where it's like, we're not that girl anymore. And I've made headway, don't get me wrong, but what I realize is like, there are still some pockets, some corners that we haven't quite, you know, swept out yet. <laughs> That is what is happening right now. And, you know, I've been really going through this lesson of what it means to be detached, as I mentioned earlier, and especially for me, emotionally detached. And it's not with the intention to be mean or harsh. I'm not a mean or harsh person, which is why, you know, I'm such an advocate of communication. And I'm realizing when I don't get that opportunity to either communicate to or, be, or to be communicated to, it really kind of kicks up not only not only my fear of being misunderstood, but also this fear of like how how can I put it? Like it's just I think just not being able to speak my piece. It's not being able to like I guess be heard essentially, you know. And then it kind of makes me wonder like, did I say something wrong? Did I do something wrong? And so that's what I've been having to heal. It's this default to automatically assume that the burden of someone choosing not to want me to be a part of their reality or experience. And I really like emphasizing that, the reality or the experience part, because we're, we are all experiencing different realities and perspectives within those realities. But I'm really having to see how um, I still have these, these little... Um, What's the word I want to use? Uh, it's, it's not coming to me. Oh, come on, spirit. Idiosyncrasies. Thank you. <laughs> I kept I kept hearing synchronicity that I'm like, that's not it, but it's close. <laughs> we have these idiosyncrasies, right, that we just naturally default on. And um, so that's that's one part of the lesson, right? And so as I'm you know, moving through this episode, I just really want to also be clear about what I mean when I'm referring to detachment. Like I said earlier, it's not about being mean or being harsh. Um, when I think of detachment, it just really symbolizes neutrality for me. And I just use the word detachment, you know, as an indicator for my psyche to, re to recognize that our natural default is to attach, you know, so I'm just basically reprogramming in my mind that no, 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 not attachment. We want detachment. <laughs> we want to make sure we stay grounded and balanced. That's that Libra moon kicking in, you know, we want to stay grounded. We want to stay balanced. We want to stay rooted in ourselves so that way we're not allowing other people to throw us off, you know, and listen, we're not perfect. You know, that's another part of the lesson too. It's like, don't come at this from a place of, okay, well, I have to do this part that I have to learn this lesson perfectly. So that way I never, ever feel hurt again. Like that's not it either. <laughs> That's why I was saying earlier, I want to be very mindful of like, you know, how I heal this aspect of self, this, this, this shadow aspect, because I, I don't want to do it with the intention of creating more blocks 
or creating more fear around something. It's like, no, we can be, we can be observant. You know, we can still be open unless this person is really just doing something sideways or you just have to like completely assert that, that boundary of like, no, no communication. But I'm not, I'm not talking about that. I'm just saying as far as like us being in control of our feelings, our emotions, our, our responses to an external situation. Right. And so for me, it's just been a coping mechanism essentially, you know, to, to attach to people, places, things, feelings, especially that emotional piece, which is so such a huge part of the work that I do. And, you know, when I work with people, it's connecting with them on that emotional level, because that's where all of my trauma stems, stems from. It's like this, just that emotional trauma. And then that has then therefore, <laughs> that was a lot of tease. <laughs> that has then played very heavily into my, my mental health and wellness, right? And um, so as I, as I reflect on what being attached to someone or something has felt like for me, it feels heavy. It feels heavy because I'm literally trying to pull something, sometimes someone, <laughs> with me. And when I was getting, you know, this download from my higher self, <laughs> y'all gonna hate me. <laughs> when I was getting this download from my higher self, I just kept seeing this vision, you know, um, imagine a rope being tied to your waist. Like this is what I was seeing in my head. Imagine a rope being tied to your waist or even a cord. We can just say like, if we want to get real energetic with it, there's this cord coming out of your solar plexus, right? Right. And this is where your abdominal area is right around your belly button. And on the other side of that rope or cord is an expectation to something that you're hoping will come into fruition. You're, you're like attached to it. You're holding on to it. You want that thing. And so you've therefore attached yourself to this, to this thing, to this idea, to this hope, to the expectation. You know, sometimes it's like, oh, I feel like, I feel like the intangible things. Is that right? Intangible or non-tangible? I think it's intangible. I feel like the intangible things, that those, those things be the worst. Those, those things be the ones... Those things be the things giving us the most blues. It's the things that we cannot see. Who <laughs> we? So, you know, you're like you're like trying to pull this thing. You're trying to force. You're trying to control. Ooh, trying to control the outcome. How many times have we had to learn this lesson? Oh my god! You're trying to control the outcome. And so, what I'm currently integrating is, you know, whether it's in the physical or spiritual realm, there is a level of detachment or neutrality that has to be deeply felt surrounding this thing because you're just operating from a place of, of trust and belief that it's already yours or that if it's not yours, whatever that thing is or the, or the relationship or whatever, like something else, something better is going to come, you know? And we just have to get to a place of grounding into that knowing we have to truly believe that we can be worthy of receiving something better than what we think we're losing. And that is the part that trips me up every time. And so going through what I've been recently going through, I was really trying to be conscious and as aware as possible. Um, you know, and, but sometimes you, <laughs> sometimes you, you, you don't, you don't recognize the little nuances. And I feel like to me, that's another part of this lesson. It was just like, it was also a lot of nuances that I was missing. And, um, 
you know, but now, now I'm woke. Now I'm here. Now I can see. <laughs> now I can see the little nuances that mm, wasn't really expecting or I didn't know was there. And so we just have to really get to a place where we trust in our journey, we trust in our path, our process, that whatever it is that we quote unquote feel like we're losing, um, because we were actually gaining, if we're willing to let that thing go that we feel like we're losing, that we've attached ourselves to, we have this hope, we have this expectation, we have this um, desire, comfortability, I mean, you, you fill in the blanks here. But because we have this thing that we've then attached ourselves to, um, it can be, it can feel like, but this is, but I've never felt this before. That's what kept coming up. I've never felt this before. So maybe, you know, and so we just have to be mindful. That's all. Like, we just have to be aware. How, how is this thing affecting us mentally, emotionally? How is this thing triggering us? What is it triggering you know, and that's going to be the difference between manifesting something that you truly desire and deserve and manifesting something that you think you deserve and that you think you desire. Okay. And so that is the feeling and experience that I'm currently in the process of cultivating, just leaning out of attachment, out of fear and scarcity and more into detachment through that divine trust, the alignment, and pouring into myself every single day through affirmations, connecting, you know, like I said earlier, with these two aspects of self that I'm embodying, connecting with my physical body, and taking aligned action on anything I feel inspired to do. And, you know, that comes in waves. Sometimes I can take the action, you know, on whatever the inspiration is, or sometimes um, it takes me a little second, you know. So navigating, you know, just excuses and time and this, that, and the third, you know, very all very valid. Maybe not so much the excuses part, but you know, there there are things that are, um, you know, that are impending around having enough time to really do them. And then it's also there are also things where it's like, okay, you're just kind of psyching yourself out, you know. So, anywho, the experiences that I've had to experience has have all got me to this place of having to really um, lean into creating a practice of self-devotion. And it really came through came through during Virgo season. I was getting very, very, very like just that goddess, divine energy. And um, I think I shared a little bit about it on the episode, maybe one of my intros, but just really getting to a place of like, I don't know, something came up with me one day and I was like, I should be like, worshiping myself like I should be like just adoring myself and devoting time to myself like that devotional piece so that's why I came up with you know this like just creating a practice of self-devotion like it's self-love it's self-care but like it's like the next level you know like when you devote yourself to something like you are committed at a level that is I mean just next level and beyond, right? So just imagine like creating a practice of self-devotion where you really indulge in yourself at a soul level, not just exclusively physical things. I feel like when people hear the word indulge, it's like, they're like, oh, I have to be like greedy. And like, no, that's, that's not what I mean by indulging, but just really enjoying spending time with yourself and doing things for yourself. And yes, buying things for yourself sometimes too, you know? 
There's a lot of stuff that I still want to get for my apartment. There's a lot of things I can still do to, do to my apartment to really make it feel more homey and just more sacred and more me. And um, and it's and it's up to us to give ourselves those things, you know. And I have an affirmation that I always say, and it's one of my favorite ones that I've ever downloaded. And it's when I give myself the things that I need, it creates space for the things that I want, you know. And that's something that I just have to remind myself because I forget, you know, li- listen, life is a lot. We know life be life in, okay? And we forget so easy about the things that we've re- um, gotten, that we've manifested, the things that we've re- received, the insight, the downloads, the knowledge, the wisdom, all the things that we have innately within us, you know, life be life in and we f- be forgetting who we are, which is why I had to get into this practice of self-devotion. I was like, oh shit, like, I have not really been connecting with myself at a soul level. I've been connecting with myself, but it's been very just like, okay, I I need to do this thing instead of like, no, like I need to be present and do this thing for myself because I know when I spend time with myself, on myself, for myself in this way, I am going to be able to show up to my highest level and degree. And that's what I had to realize. That is what the self-devotion practice is. It's me getting myself to that place and space where I can show up in my world, in my reality for work, for, you know, friendships, for whatever, at my most authentic, my most um, truest and honest and most courageous, bold, I mean, all the things, you know, to my highest level and degree. That's the goal and the journey, right? And I just really feel like it's up to us to do that work, to pour into ourselves in that way, not only on on a physical self level, but at a soul level too, you know? And what I've had to realize is the person that I already am and, and just have been needing to remember through my soul's cosmic blueprint and just integrate at a conscious level. Like that's, that's been the journey for me, you know? And I mentioned this a while back, like just refinement, having to realize like, no, like where we, like, we're good. We're good where we are, but can things be better? Hell yeah, absolutely. It can always be better. Right. It could always be better, but let's really also just ground into where we are now and give honor and give thanks for that while we strive for the better, you know? And so, okay, that's my side on detachment. I know I kind of bing, 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 bopped around to a couple of different places, but just bringing it back to this fear of being misunderstood, right? And not being able to speak my piece. The insight that I got today, um, was <sighs> I'm just going to have to to learn to accept that you don't always get to have your side of the story heard. <laughs> like I don't know what y'all thought I was about to say, but <laughs> that that that's real. Like you don't always get to speak your piece, you know? You don't always get that opportunity. You don't always get that chance. Now, you can do a form of communicative healing. I just made up uh, something there. <laughs> you can do a form of, you know, communicative healing, if you will, through meditation. And this is when you would just bring the person up, you know, while you're in meditation, have that conversation that you wish for, 
you know, or had that conversation you wished you had, or just reimagining the situation to experience an outcome that would feel more aligned. And so that's exactly what, you know, subconscious reprogramming does. It allows you to connect with your body on, a, on an emotional level to then use that emotional intensity to reimagine or reprogram, um, you know, just a more supportive outcome, one that feels a bit more empowering and that will allow you to move on and move forward from the thing, from this person, from the situation. So what really got me even, you know, just talking about this fear of being misunderstood is, and um, I mentioned this in last week's um, episode in my intro, but I've had these two situations where people who were friends in um, in my life have just literally just vanished. And so one person did like for real fall off the face of the earth and like legit goes to me like I was like checking in like, hey, just doing like a life check. Like, are you good? You know, so make sure you're okay. Never heard anything back. And, um, and so this other recent situation, um, not as extreme, but just, just a, a, a very huge and significant shift of, um, what's the word I want to use? Energy, I guess. I'm, I'm only hearing the word energy, so we're going to use energy. A huge and significant shift, shift, not shift, of energy, and so it's just been very interesting for me to just kind of sit back and just see how these two dynamics have unfolded and just trying to figure out, okay, like, what is the lesson here? What is the lesson here? You know, once you get through all the emotionality of it all, which, you know, is very, and I've said this before, like, don't try to figure shit out when you're emotional. Just let it breathe. <laughs> just let it breathe. Let it breathe. Feel your feelings. Let it breathe. And when you have those moments of, of stability and you feel clear, that's when you tap in and you feel in, you know, not clear, <laughs> just let it go. Just let it go. Um, it's let, you know, and I said, let it go. Just have, like allow yourself to have that moment. Um, so it's just been really interesting to watch, um, these two dynamics kind of play out. So it wasn't only, it wasn't until recently, mm, recently being like, mm, no, I'd say the last the end of last month. Um, I was like, you know what? No. I'm not going to sit here and rack my mind, body, and spirit trying to figure out why someone else has decided that I no longer need to be in their reality or to be in their life, right? Or they're in the reality. You know, they chose to exit stage left. They chose to leave, whatever. Um, and I don't know. I don't know the reasoning behind that. I don't, I don't know how they were feeling and what they were believing to be true for them where they felt like this was the way they needed to handle it. I don't know. And so what I am learning, <laughs> what I'm learning now, what I do know now, is that it would greatly, and I love using this word, behoove me <laughs> and anyone else listening to this and going through something similar, it would behoove us to just keep moving forward. Just keep moving forward. And keep being open, keep being conscious. That's why I, that's the thing that I have been really integrating out of this. Again, like I said, we're not trying to build up more shadow. We're not trying to create more blocks, more challenges. We're not trying to do none of that because it's real easy to be like, well, I'm not going to trust nobody and fuck the world and da 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 da. But that's not going to help you. It's only going to make you more distrustful of yourself, of other people. It's only going to alienate you and isolate you even more. That don't feel good. You know what I mean? So it's like you have to learn these lessons in a way 
which is why it's so important to feel those feelings and to feel those emotions and figure out, okay, now how can I, how can I get into that emotional balance with myself? So that way I can then figure out, okay, how are we moving forward out of this? Cause that's, that's the tricky part. That's the tough part. Cause it's so easy to spiral into our emotions and just sit there. But when you have those moments of like, okay, you know what? Today started out good. I'm feeling good. I'm feeling great. You know, that's when you can really figure out, okay, now what do we need to do to keep, to keep this energy, to keep this feeling when you have those moments of peace. And I feel like I finally have gotten into a, a place of peace. I had a great talk with one of my coworkers. Um, was it yesterday? These days are like flying by and blurring together. I had, a co- I had a conversation with my coworker and she put so much into perspective for me. And I just felt such a sense of peace and like, wow, okay, I really needed to have that conversation. I really needed to hear that insight because it shifted so much for me energetically. And I've been at this really awesome and beautiful place of peace ever since then. And I'm like, okay, yes, like this feels good. This feels good. So how can we keep this energy even when shit is going left, even when people are, are exiting stage left out of our lives, not saying nothing about nothing. We don't know why it was going on, what happened, <laughs> you know? It's like, how can I keep this peace always? Because this shit feels good. This feels a whole lot better than what the fuck I've been feeling, you know? So it's like, how can I maintain this energy? What do I need to do to get back into this place more quickly, you know, or quicker, quicker? Um, and so something I, I, you know, keep coming back to within my motivational (laughs) self-talk is that I'm consciously open. I'm consciously curious. Like I'm going to allow myself to continue to be open because I'm not going to, I'm not going to change who I am because of someone else's response or reaction to me. You know, like that's how you give your power away. And I'm going to use this opportunity instead to see what needs to be seen within myself. Like, what is this bringing up? What is this triggering within me? How is this, how is this making me feel and why? And that's what my friend was telling me. She was like, okay, why do you, why do you feel like you need to do, take this action step? Why do you feel like you need to do that? It's like you, she was like, you already know what it is. This person is showing you with their actions. You're, but what you're wanting, you're Essentially, and she didn't say it like this, but this is what I perceived in my head because I'm like, oh, that's, that's, yes, I, I know exactly what you're talking about. <laughs> but she's basically saying, like, you're seeking that validation. You already know what it is. You already know where you stand with this person. And, but now you're kind of seeking the, the, the actual physical validation instead of just seeing that this person is showing you what it is through their actions. And I was like, damn, you are so right. You are absolutely right. You're absolutely right. I already know what time it is. I already know what it is. And so now it's time for me to accept, let it go, let God, you know, and like I said, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to remain consciously open. I'm not going to block my blessings. I'm not going to create more challenges and lessons for myself. Like I said, this isn't about making our life harder. It's about making our lives more easeful. Okay. And so I'm going to stay open. I'm going to stay open. I'm going to stay consciously open. I'm going to stay even more consciously open and really attuned to when I'm feeling certain things, when certain words or certain phrases or certain things are really standing out to me, you know, and I'm sensing it, but because it's not so loud and overbearing and in your face, I'm kind of like, you know, passing it off. But no, 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 no. We got to become even more 
observant, more conscious of how we're responding to certain energetic dynamics and how we respond to certain um, certain situations and scenarios. Like, what is it bringing up for you? You know, how how what is this triggering triggering within you? And so for me, it was a lot of abandonment issues. Like I said. Um, I believe this was last week. It's a lot of abandonment issues, a lot of, um, what was it? An attachment, yeah, a lot of abandonment and attachment issues. And um, just feeling like, well, damn, like, what did I do wrong? Well, why do I think I did anything wrong? <laughs> you know, like, that, that's the real question. Why do you feel like you did something wrong? Um, why do you, like, why are you taking it personally? And it's hard not to, you know, especially with friendships. It's hard not to take it personally because you're getting to know this person you know, you're sharing, you're being vulnerable, you're opening up. And I think that's another thing I've had to learn too, is that vulnerability does not equate um, loyalty. Is that it? Is that the right word? It doesn't equate loyalty. You know, just because people open up to you and they're vulnerable with you. You know, sometimes, and I've had people tell me this very often, they're like, I'm very easy to talk to. So that's something to be mindful of. It's like, okay, you're very easy to talk to. People tell you things that they don't expect to tell you. <laughs> and I don't be asking for it. <laughs> um, but people just feel that sense of ease and comfortability, you know? And so with vulnerability, it doesn't always come with, um, I guess, I don't know. There's, there's, I'm going to circle back to that because there's something like I can feel it in my throat chakra. I'm like, what am I trying to say? Like I can, I can feel it and I can't quite put my, can't quite express what I want, what I'm wanting to say, but we're going to circle back on that. We're going to put a pin in that. Boop. Ooh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Anywho. So that has been my experience, y'all. That has been my lesson. It's been a you know, painful, but very pivotal lesson. And I've just been really having to exert a lot of compassion, a lot of grace for myself, and just learn to be okay with the fact that this is the experience that I had to have in order to reconnect with a part of my authentic soul self. Did it suck? You damn skippy it sucked. It fucking sucked. But at some point you have to give yourself peace and move on. You know, it's like once you're able to get back into that place of peace, you remember, oh, right, peace. You're right. I would much rather sit in my peace than sit in my despair, you know, or sit in my, what is happening to me? What did I do wrong? Like, I would much rather sit in my peace than sit in that energy. And it's real easy to forget what peace feels like when you haven't had it in a while, you know? So... Oh, we y'all, it's been a ride. It's been a wild ride. And, um, hey, this is, this is what my soul signed up for. Here it is. This is what it is. <laughs> and, um, you know, I'm, I'm just, I'm just tired. I'm tired. I'm, I'm not going to keep condemning myself for, for, for things that, um, I don't have concrete answers to, you know, it's just not fair to me. And, uh, and I'm having to realize that the, the, the hard way, essentially, hopefully, you know, we'll see, we'll see what life brings us next, but I really hope for me and, um, 
I really hope for me, and I'm going to trust. How about this? Let me rephrase that. I'm going to trust in the fact that this lesson had to feel this intense. So I am even, like I said earlier, even more mindful, even more observant of little, and it'd be the little smallest, little tiniest little red flags, just little, little blips. <laughs> it just really honoring those more and really tapping into that more and just getting even more curious of why is that there? It's very subtle, very, 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 very far in the background, but I can see it. Something, something brought it to my attention. Why is that? And just being curious. Hmm. Just keep an eye on it. You know, don't, don't cast it aside. Don't, oh, you know, I'm just being paranoid. Oh, I'm just overreacting. I'm just being dramatic. Mm-mm. Nope. No, 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 no. There are no, there are no coincidences. There are no, oops, like, no. Everything happens for a reason. You're seeing that for a reason. You're sensing it. You're feeling it for a reason. Just be curious. What have I been saying all month? I swear to you, all month. Be soft. Go slow. Stay curious. Especially until we get out of this daggum Mercury retrograde. <laughs> okay. And, uh, you know, and when... <sighs> And when we feel ourselves getting attached to things, getting attached to feelings, getting attached to people, um, allow that to be an opportunity to, um, it's an opportunity to practice getting back into your neutrality, getting back into that, that space of detachment and, and figuring out then, you know, if we can catch these little moments quicker, we can figure out a little bit sooner what do I need to learn from this? What is this bringing up for me? What is this similar to? It may not be the exact same situation, the exact same scenario, but there's something here that's similar. What is that thing? What's that through line for me? You know, being more observative, more observative, being more observant, being more inquisitive, you know, more clear, more direct. Use this as an opportunity to release any assumptions, you know, because sometimes you can be such control freaks and instead of just accepting, you know, hey, listen, we don't know what we don't know. We allow, we allow what we don't know to control our whole entire mental and emotional bodies because we're so busy trying to fill in the blanks. It's like, I have to know. I have to know why this came, why this unfolded the way it did. Why did this happen like this? And so we, we put all these situations and scenarios into the mix that, you know, just to try to find some. We, we think that's going to bring us peace. Oh, if I think that, he, that they did this or he did that or she did that, then I'm going to get peace. And we don't get no peace like that. When has that ever worked for you? <laughs> when has that ever worked? That does not work. <laughs> it does not work. And trying to control the outcome, you know, like, no, that's not it. That's, that's not it. So we have to, we have to really um, make sure that we're healing in a way that allows us to feel empowered and to feel more um, inspired and encouraged to dig deeper into ourselves, to love on ourselves more. Like that's really what all of these lessons, whether it's a detachment or uh, feeling misunderstood, fear, fear of failure, whatever the fears are, whatever the worry, the doubts, the, the uh, shame, the guilt, the grief, whatever it is, all of these lessons, these experiences are just nudging us back into our authenticity, nudging us back into our authenticity. 
And if we allow these experiences to do that, we're going to be so much better for it. We're going to be so much better for it. So this is your PSA, okay? I feel like I'm one of those people, you know, those, the, um, <laughs> all the like gurus and like crazy, crazy successful entrepreneurs who've been in the game for like the past like 10, 15, 20 years. You know, it's like I had to make these really tough decisions or had to learn these really tough lessons and make these really hard mistakes so you don't have to. That's what I feel like. So you have to go through these really shitty kind of emotional lessons because that's my, that's what my soul signed up for. That's how I teach that. That's, that's my experience, you know, is emotional healing and growth. And of course it all ties into my mental and the physical body, the spiritual body, you know, it's the whole gamut, but I know for each of us, we all have that that aspect of self that's really um, our lesson, you know. And for me, it's the emotional body. So this is just a um, man, just a, a lesson and a reminder to get back into your joy, get back into your peace, your gratitude, get back into who the fuck you are, okay, and keep it pushing. That's all we gotta do. Keep it pushing, okay? So. Let me, now we're going to get into this download that my, turn on the lights because it's getting dark. So now we're going to get into this download that my higher self gave us, right? This is what we've all been waiting for. No. <laughs> I wanted to save these for the end because I remembered that I wanted them to be kind of a part of the, um, the journal prompt. So I only have one journal prompt for you this week, right? And the rest, the, the other journal prompt is going to be um, these, these, these lessons that I got from one of my higher selves, okay? So for the first journal prompt, the question is, what areas of your life are currently seeking to be transformed? And what have you been ignoring about yourself or current experience? Okay, that's going to tell you what areas of your life are currently seeking to be transformed if it's not something that's very obvious and apparent to you right from the first half of the question. So use that second half of the question to dig a little deeper. You know, like what have you been ignoring about yourself or current experience? What have you not been wanting to see about yourself? That's going to take you exactly where you need to go. <laughs> All right, so these are the lessons that my higher self shared with me as a means to offer some support and um, clarity on how to continue to navigate through this this very um, hmm, peculiar experience. So, number one, you cannot ask of someone something that they are not able to give themselves. And this is something that has come up through for me several, several, several times. And I just needed to hear it again. <laughs> you cannot ask of someone something that they are not able to give themselves. It doesn't make sense, nor is it fair. It's not fair. It's not fair to you. <laughs> and it's not fair to the other person either. So, this is a read. You are focusing on one drop in the ocean when you have the entire ocean to marvel at. And I was like, oh, damn, you are so right. You are focusing on one drop in the ocean when you have the entire ocean to marvel at. Zoom out, y'all. Zoom out. <laughs> it 
And then what came after that was expand your vision, expand your horizons, step outside of your perceived limitations. Whew. Mm, mm, mm. And then what came after that? <laughs> you are abundant. Right now in this current and present moment, you have everything you need. Whatever you feel you need or are lacking is merely an illusion. When it is time for you to have more or new things, they will come when you are ready. Oh, man. Every time I read that last part, I have to sit on that last part. So I'm going to read the last line one more time. When it is time for you to have more or new things, they will come when you are ready. And I just like sit with that line because it's there's so much like grounding energy in that. And it's all wrapped in trust. (laughs) It is all wrapped in trust. And when you have that trust of like, you know what? I don't have everything I want right now, or I don't have everything that I think I want or whatever it is that you're manifesting. But it's like, I have everything that I need though. Right. And so how can I just really get dialed into like, I'm good. I'm good. I have everything I need. And when it's time to need more, when it's time to, to have more and to be able to um, experience more, it's going to come. And I'm going to be ready for it. I'm going to be prepared. I'm going to be able to enjoy it. That's the other part too. Sometimes we'd be asking for stuff that we, we think we're ready for and we don't be ready. <laughs> and so then the affirmation I'm going to close out with that came through after this download, I guess to just kind of seal it all up says, I choose to operate in my divine truth. I am surrounded by love, community, and prosperity. I choose to operate in my divine truth. I am surrounded by love, community, and prosperity. And I'm going to empower you to fill in those last three things. So the love, community, and prosperity. I used those words because that was what I felt that I was lacking in that in this moment of receiving this information. So I'm going to challenge you to figure out what, where, what do you feel like you're lacking in your life and your reality? And I want you to put in the, um, I want you to put that into these, filling these three blanks. Okay. So whatever that thing is that you feel you're lacking, tell yourself, no, I am actually surrounded by, bop, 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 bop. All right. And that's what I have for you all this week. Thank you so much for your patience. Thank you so much for listening to the end. If you are at the end. <laughs> And, um, yeah, it's going to be, I'm really looking forward to fall. I'm kind of also looking forward to winter as well. Um, just with all the different energetic shifts and changes, I'm just super curious what's in store. And, um, I just want to wish you all a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful transition into this fall season and energy. This is the time of the harvest, y'all. So gather your coins, gather your your crops, gather whatever it is that you've been growing, okay? Because it's time to store up. So um, I'm just super grateful for, grateful for you all. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you for your patience and for your understanding of, you know, me getting these episodes out when I can. But I will say this, I always definitely try to, if it's not Thursday, I try to aim for Friday. If it ain't Friday, it'll be Saturday. It'll be sometime before that new week hits. That's my goal, you know? So always aiming for the Thursday though, Um, but we gonna get these systems and processes down, 
okay, Mercury about to get into get into Virgo. So I'm very curious to see what that's going to bring up. <laughs> All right, y'all have a wonderful weekend and I'll see y'all next week. Hello, beautiful being. I just want to thank you for listening to this week's episode. If there's anything that you heard in today's episode that really resonated with you, go ahead and send it to a friend who could use a dose of insight or inspiration. And if you're really feeling about it, leave a rating and review, letting us know what you enjoyed about the show. Until next time, bye.